In the following live session recording, Lynn Pryor, publishing team leader for groups at Lifeway Christian Resources, talks about choosing the best Bible study curriculum for my group. The listener will hear an overview of Lifeway's Bible study curriculum choices, highlighting the benefits and features of each. Let's join Lynn now. Um, we tend to teach from Warrior. How, how many here work with adults? Adults, okay. So we don't have any kids or youth people in here. Okay, that, make, that does make it a lot easier. What, what I'm telling you, it really happens a lot in the children's and youth area. But what I mean is, when we teach from our perspective, we're not where they, they are. Our church, our Sunday school uh, members, those who are guests, they don't know the Bible near as much as we like to think they do. Now, your class may be an exception. I hope that's true. But I've learned that over and over again. They don't know the Bible as much as we think they do. And what often happen is, uh, studies coming up, and I go, man, everybody knows this. No, they don't. I have a young adult. I, I was teaching a young adult class. We started a young adult class. This was several years ago. And we were about to get into, this was the Bible Studies for Life, a study on the life of Daniel, the person. And so I'm starting the group, and there was about 10 of us that morning. So I'm sitting there in the chair with them. I said, now, okay, we're, we're going to get the life of Daniel. And y'all are familiar with Daniel. Daniel's the one we, typical story you mostly know about is Daniel in the lion's den. And one of the young ladies in this group, she was in her late 20s. As I'm talking, she just did this. You know, she I don't know what you're talking about. And it wasn't like she was a brand new Christian either. I mean, she just wasn't familiar with that. Um, we tend to teach from where we are. Um, let's not assume they know all these passages or they know all the nuances uh, of how to apply it. So think where they are in their walk. So if you've got uh, young adults, senior adults, whatever, just keep in mind how long have they been a Christian? How long have they been actively involved in studying the Bible? That makes a big difference. Uh, God's Word is applicable to everybody, regardless of their age, regardless of where they are in their spiritual walk. It, it, it can apply to them. Now, our job as teachers is to know how to help them get there, to know what to do with that. So, just kind of keep in mind where your group is as you go along. So, uh, let's just, uh, what I want to do is, as we do this, uh, let me offer you first some things you need to look for in a curriculum. I'm going to give you about four things just to focus on. Number one is make sure that whatever you choose is biblically sound. Make sure it, it, it's true to Scripture. Now, I say there's a lot of good curriculums out there, and there are. But make sure, if, if you go to their website or something, see what their theological viewpoint. You, most, most of these will have what their, uh, their theological stance, what they believe. We, LifeWay, all our materials, we, we make sure they abide by the Baptist faith and message. Period. Writers that we write, one thing that's new is we, as we vet new writers, we're looking for writers who are active in the Southern Baptist Church. And they agree to the Baptist faith and message. So all these curriculums up here that I'm, we're going to talk about, there's a process that goes. We vet that writer. The editors, our editors, teach Sunday school. They are active in Southern Baptist Church. And so they edit from that perspective. As a team leader, 
when my team members, when they're through with their, their editing process, it comes to me, it comes to my manager. We read it, we review it, making sure it's clear and it's theologically accurate. But then we even send it outside the building. Uh, we enlist pastors, church leaders, uh, just to read it. Well, all we do, they're not having to edit, we just, I want you to make sure it's biblically sound and it's clear to folks. So I want you to hear this at Lifeway. We work hard on that. We'll get complaints about our material from time to time. The one thing we never hear of is your material is not trustworthy. We, I can say it this way, we pride ourselves on making sure it's trustworthy content. So whatever you use, make sure it goes down that road that I can trust this. I can trust what it's saying. Let me just stop. Questions, comments? Don't let me do all the talking. Okay, next thing is make sure that your material is age appropriate. Now, once again, there's no kids and student people in here, so it may not feel like an issue for you. But a little bit of this is knowing who the people are in your group doesn't fit where they are. Uh, but the, the materials I'm going to talk about, Bible Studies for Life, is one that offers age appropriate material for adults. We have a material that is for all ages of adults. A classroom that has a 22-year-old in the room and a 70-year-old sitting in the same classroom. We have material that's designed to work with, with all of them. But we also have a young adult version of the same studies and a senior adult version. Same Bible studies, but things that are changing with the questions we ask, the teaching plan, some of the illustrations might be tweaked, uh, appropriate for that age group. So make sure that it just fits the audience you're with. The other thing is make sure it has a balanced scope and sequence. In other words, what are we studying? Make sure there's a balance to it. There are a lot of churches, they let the teachers just do whatever they want to do. Um, that's okay if you got the right person leading that group. But once again, what we tend to do is if I'm left on my own, we tend to just go for what we like to do. There's some guy out there that say he leads this group and they're going to study the book of Revelation. And after that, they, they follow it up and they do the book of Daniel. And then they decide, well, let's do Matthew's, the, uh, Jesus' discourse on the end times. He likes to talk about the end times, so that's all he does is go to those passages. His people aren't getting a balance. Uh, this is more of an educator term. The scope is what do we study? Well, you're studying all the Bible. That's our goal. But there's a sequence to how we go about doing a study plan. And, and so you want to make sure there's a study, a, a, a study plan there that's balanced. The guy that just wants to talk about end times, people in his group aren't getting a balance. <coughs> uh, the, and I've actually heard a lady say this, well, I just want to study the New Testament. You know, because that's all about Jesus. They're missing the richness of the Old Testament and what it communicates to us about the gospel, about our relationship with Christ. And so you just got to have a balanced diet. Now, so I'm going to talk about three main curriculums, and I'm gonna, I'll walk you through what their scope and sequence is to see how it fits. Uh, questions, comments? It means you're doing a good job. All right. Well, thank you. That's what uh, I was waiting to hear. Thank I have you. a question. Yeah. Uh, number two. Uh, do you make uh, any Bible books uh, in age level difference? I'm sorry. Or say that again. Do 
yeah, do you make all the uh, fiber books for um, age different, different flavors? Ages? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I never thought about that. Yes, we do. Oh. In fact, of the three, I'm gonna, I'm gonna focus on three major curriculums. All of these have a, uh, from preschool on up through adult. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about how they pair. Some of them, they, they're kind of going down the same road together. Oh, okay. Yes. All right, the last thing is, and this is just, make sure it fits the discipleship strategy of your church. Now, frankly, I've discovered a lot of churches don't have a plan. Uh, and they because there's a sense of they just we like life waste sculpted and sequence they like what the curriculum offers us that's fine uh, but sometimes the discipleship strategy where the church is kind of wanting to go as a whole maybe what they study we want to focus on grace this next year uh, or different things like that one of the one of the trends is um, seeing a lot of church, especially larger churches whatever the pastor preaches on that's what's going on in the Bible study. It's called the sticky church model. You, Brad, you preach on Sunday morning, and then during the week, our next Sunday morning, those groups are going to be talking, doing their study based on what you preached the previous Sunday. Um, I'll be honest, I think that's a cool thing to do for about six weeks. You know, like a special emphasis. But I wouldn't want to do it year round. A lot of churches, that's a big thing. And then someone on the church staff has got to create that material. Yeah, those are just four principles I think are, are good to remember as you look at resources to uh, uh, how they might benefit you. So now what I'm going to do, I'm going to walk you through now five curriculums, excuse me, four, uh, three curriculums. Lifeway in Adult Arena, we offer actually five curriculums. Right, I'm going to talk about three major ones. The other one, in this classroom room, they happen to actually use it. This is Masterworks. Anyone familiar with this? Okay. All, almost all my adult classes. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is, we got three big ones, and this was the other one that's out there. And it, what it's designed is, uh, if you've ever had a class that says, well, we want to, we just read this new book that came out. We want to study that book. That's a nice thing to do, but the problem is when you get into a book study of a, a maybe it's a Charles Stanley book, uh, a Chuck Swindoll, something like that, it kind of becomes sort of a closed group. Because if, if I come and I've, I've come to your class and you're in week four of Chuck Swindoll book, I don't know what's going on because I'm not reading the book. Masterwork is the way around that. Because what they do is they partner with, um, and I'm, I'm not sure, this is uh, Choosing Forgiveness by DeMoss and then Worry Less, Live More by Robert Morgan. Robert Morgan is a great writer. And these are trade books. You, you could buy at the bookstore, you could buy at Amazon. Um, and so what you do is you don't have to be reading the book. You can't. But the material in here is designed and as you're going along, and then I happen to pop in and visit your class week three, I'm not lost. It's designed to help you study those books, uh, but in what we call an open group, people because people come and go. That's a nice approach to it. The other, the other curriculum I would mention is called you, Y-O-U. By the way, my classes that use that book are yeah. the fastest growing classes I've got in the church and Sunday school. Really? And recently I've got... I heard that last week. Yeah, I've got a senior adult class that uses it, and three middle-aged, they're, they're the fastest growing Sunday school classes I've got. Just like I said, people can come in, and they don't feel lost. Invited. 
just do it by ear. That's great. I'm so glad when Lifeway decided to do this because I've had, where I was a Sunday school director, I've had classes we want to study the book. Mm -hmm. One word, one girl. Do y'all remember the book The Shack? Yeah. They wanted to study The Shack. With the masterwork book that you just explained, what is what does it carry you through? Mm -hmm. Is it uh, on individual disciples or whatever? Does it walk through different chapters of Books yeah, what it does, it pulls out the what I call the pupil content mm -hmm. is is pulled from the book by Robert Morgan. Okay. Uh, the, they've done y'all done Billy Graham. They've done those books, and so you, you don't have to buy the trade book. But what happens is a lot of people go out and they want to buy they want to read the full book. So that's where it pulls it. But again. We vet the books we use. I'm not on the masterwork team, but once a year, I'm sent a list. Hey, here's a sack of books we're considering. Would you take one or two of these and read them? I'll make sure that it's theologically accurate and it could be a Bible study. So, this is really. By the way, while everything I'm telling you here, uh, the uh, our the Lifeway uh, representatives in in this area, they are in the um, is it the historic chapel where the vendors are. They're the ones who have the good candy. <laughs> they, they have this curriculum there. And if you tell them, I would like to take a copy of that, they will mark it for you. Uh, now, they want to kind of keep it around through tomorrow to kind of show people. But they, they don't want it. When, when they get ready to close up shop tomorrow afternoon, they don't want to take it anymore. So if you want to get some copies, feel free to freeze the, uh, that's the work. The other one is called the U curriculum. Uh, I'm not going to mention much about it because it's primarily it's a urban African American curriculum. That's the design. Mark Crossan, who you will hear speak tonight, uh, I, uh, he's a phenomenal preacher. He is the uh, he's our general editor for you, but it is geared for African American churches. So, but for what we'll do is I want to talk about these other three, and um, let's just do this. Um, and tell you what, Brad, if you want to hit that side of the room, oh, just get pass some of these around. And if you want to take some extras of these with you home, uh, we can do that. I want to talk to you about Bible Studies for Life. What I'm giving you is just a preview guide. By the way, how many of y'all use Bible Studies for Life in your church now? All right. Okay, a couple of y'all. All right. Um, people think Bible Studies for Life is a topical Study. It's just all y'all study just hot topics. No, we don't. Now it looks that way because uh, the book you have there, you can see on the front cover. Next, and this is actually starting next week. We're going to do a study on simplicity, finding our contentment in Christ. Then there is a six-week study on how to know God's will. Those are like topics. They are, but there is a uh, discipleship plan that goes with this, and. If you will look on it, it doesn't really have a page. It is. It's page four and five. You guys, y'all look, uh, look at this page for just a moment. Lifeway Research, several years ago, did a study on discipleship and asked about 4,000 churches and their leaders, what are you doing in your church for discipleship? Even as in, in, individually, what is happening in your life? How can you tell when a person is a mature disciple? And they gathered boatloads of information. So as they kind of kind of taking these things, this is where we see people are being. This shows their disciple. 
They took all those ideas, and they kind of began to form into eight buckets. And if you look on that, that little grid over here, you'll see phrases like engage with Scripture. That's one of those buckets. They serve, a mature disciple serves God and others. They seek God. They share Christ and all around. These are the eight markers of a mature, growing disciple. The studies in Bible studies for life center on these. They center on these. Um, so those six-week studies, in the law of simplicity, uh, I'm going on memory here, uh, how to know God's will is engage with Scripture. The study on simplicity is obey God and deny self. Now I'm going to tell you, we don't, we start with the idea we need to study on obedience. Obeying God and denying self. And what grows out is the study on simplicity. So as you're doing as you're doing these studies, you're getting immersed in one of these eight signposts. Now, our studies are typically six weeks long. Six weeks long, uh, and there's eight signposts. Six times eight, that's 48 weeks right there. And we have some of them called special focusers, Christmas and Easter, and all those in there as well. But over the year's time, you will have all eight of those things to help your, your, the members of your class grow as an assignment. Okay, so after a year's up, what do we do next? You circle right back through the year. It'll be a different study. Uh, and, and they won't be necessarily the same order, but during the next year, they're going to hit all eight of these again. But we're going to talk about engaging with Scripture from a different vantage point, from a different angle. Uh, something about learn, getting really connected with God's Word. It's going to be a different scope. In fact, you'll see the little diagram here. It looks like a pathway. We're going to keep circling around the Gospel. We never change. But as we keep circling, we're going to keep going back through these eight signposts, markers of discipleship. That's the study plan behind Bible Studies for Life. And uh, you can, uh, I'm trying to think of this preview guy had this, I don't think it has the study plan in it. But you can go online to BibleStudiesForLife.com and you can see the study plan. It's laid out for the next, about the next year and a half it's laid out. Uh, that's our scope and sequence, by the way. There is a balance to it. We make sure we're not spending all our time in the New Testament. We're not all our time in the Old Testament. Uh, we do book studies. We do character studies. If you're doing Bible studies for life you know, right now, we're wrapping up this uh, two days, wrapping up a study of King Asa from Second Chronicles. So um, that's the study plan behind it. Now, I told you earlier, this is also the one that's very age-graded. There's a young adult, and there's a senior adult mom that goes with this. What you have here in this preview guide let me just show you how it works for those who aren't familiar. Here on page 11, the, this is the book we call the Personal Study Guide. It's what it's in the hands of everyone in your group. It's there for their personal study. Bible Studies for Life is centered around five questions. That's it. Now the Bible study, but you're going to engage that Bible study through five questions. That's it. Not 20, not 30 questions. Some people want that. But these questions are not designed to, okay, what was the word Paul used in verse 12? Um, what were the names of Jesus' disciples? It's not that kind of questions. It's questions around helping us to engage with what the Scripture means and what it means, what God is saying to me. But you'll notice the first question there. What are some things you never worry about anymore? Now, let me tell you, that is not a spiritual question. It's an icebreaker. Here's what we have in mind. 
We want to keep in mind that guy who has a who has a drug problem. His wife drug him to church that morning. You know, we all we all see those guys. They, they they're there. They come to this class. They don't know what happens in here. They don't know what goes on. Uh, and all of a sudden, you throw a question. What is something you never worry about anymore? We put the picture of the classroom because you know, hey, I don't have to worry about homework anymore. You know, those kind of things. It's meant to be a kind of a lighthearted, fun question. So why do we ask it? This is Bible study. There's two th- two reasons. One, it's a teaser that leads us into the study. Well, you're right. You'll, you'll see. If, if you were to read this, it actually connects to where we're going in the study. But it's also meant as a softball. It gets people talking. Anybody can answer that question. But it gets them talking. So now we say, okay, well, we're going to uh, you, you go to the, the next page, which is where the Bible meets life. There's just a, a, typically a story there about worry. The writer, Anoy Garcia from North Phoenix in, uh, in Phoenix, Arizona, he wrote this. He talks, he's actually a worrier. But he's going from being worried to say what the Bible says about worry. And it's kind of whets the appetite. We're talking about worry. So we flip the page. I'm going to come over. Now we're going to be in Matthew chapter 6. And you can, we can look on the next few pages here and just see the types of questions. What are the kind of things people worry about? What has God provided for you in an unexpected world? What does it look like to seek God's kingdom first? These questions are the teaching plan that's in the leader guide will walk the leader through how to use, how and when to use the questions. But it's designed, by, we're not, it's not designed for a lecture. It's designed for us, I'm going to facilitate us in a Bible study, but I want us to talk together about what we're seeing in God's Word. That's the idea behind it. The, uh, you can go on to page... Um, you can go on page 21. Oh, there, yeah, let me ask you just look at page 22. That's even better. Here's the teaching plan. What you see on page 22 is the teaching plan, and you'll see the, the paragraphs. Read, guide, recap, discuss, transition. When we were designing this, I told my says, I want to create this in such a simple way that you don't have to have a how-to session on how to use material. I don't mean simplistic. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of intuitive. You just know what to do. So there's the plan to follow to lead your group. But right across the page, now what the plan is, that's the coverage is verses 25 through 30. But what's across the page is the commentary for those exact same verses. So as a teacher, I've got my plan right here. If uh, And I may make a note, I want to talk about this. Uh, and I can highlight it. Uh, or someone may ask a question because I've studied the commentary. I'm prepared to help them with the answer. All right. So that's the layout of the book. Now, I've kind of done some general things that are going to apply to our other curriculums as well. Uh, questions, comments? All right. But wait, there's more. Go to page 31. I'm going to share something with you about Bible Series for Life that also applies to Explore the Bible and Explore the Gospel Project. It's called the Daily Discipleship Guide. 
right. Tell me in Sunday school, you know, those, many of us have grown up going to Sunday school. Do you read your book before you come to, are you supposed to read your book before you come to class or after? You're supposed to read it before. All right. And that's true. I mean, I remember, I remember the little things on the envelopes. Mm -hmm. Lesson study. And I felt so good as a kid. <laughs> the reality is, you know, people don't do that. I mean, they don't read that really anymore. But that, if they would, I told my group of young adults, you can come to class, you don't have to read it beforehand, we're still going to have a good study. But I promise you, if you will read this beforehand, what we didn't do in our class time is going to be so much richer. You're going to enjoy it. It's going to be on a deeper level for you. But I say all that to say the Daily Discipleship Guide, what you see right here, it's, going to, it's the exact same study you just saw on simplicity. But if you look down on page 14, the, these two pages are what you do in your class time. As we meet as a group, you know, we're just going to have, we're going to, we're going to look at that opening and then we're going to look at this little spread right here. That's it. You don't, you don't study before you come to class. You come, this is where we start. So what happens when class is over? Put it down on page 34. You now have five daily devotions that builds on what you have. Five of them. Excuse me, search on page 35. Uh, by the way, it's the same content that's in the personal study guides but in the Daily Discipleship Guide, it's just, it's edited, it's modified uh, in a different way. So something to read, and it always ends with, you know, the scripture to read, uh, then a devotional thought, and then there's something to challenge us to think of what to do with during the week. So you, you do your reading afterwards, it builds on what the class does. So. Um, that's kind of long and short about Bible studies. By the way, the Daily Discipleship Guide, the leader content, is in the back. Yeah, are you saying this is an option that they can use in what is the Daily Discipleship Guide? Yes. Bible study for life? I, I, let me... I want to make sure I say this clear. It's not... It's an alternative. Alternative. If you have a class and some say, well, I really like to read beforehand, and the other, mm -hmm. the other half says, I want a Daily Discipleship Guide, you're going to have to choose. You can't mix them. And the reason I say that is because the teaching plan uh, it goes in different directions. Well, uh, this is kind of like the master life you can read it each day. Yes. Because I've had people tell me, man, I love it because I can read the lesson each day and not have to sit down and read all the time. And I have one of my teachers, she, she does a Bible study for life. She wanted something a little more deeper. And I, I gave her a copy of this to look at. I haven't heard from which you know, I don't know if it's in the deeper part of spiritual material, but maybe something different. She might want to do that. She hasn't responded to me yet. Okay. Possible. It's a, it's a different approach, but they can't mix and match them in the, in the same classroom. Uh, it just, you know, to say, okay, guys, let's look on page 13 at such and such question. It'd be different. It does use the same five discussion questions, but they're written in the legal material for them to ask. So I said this also we uh, there is a um, those who, there are those who like to go deeper. We have something called advanced Bible study. Mm -hmm. I don't have a copy with me here. It is nothing but commentary mm -hmm. of the, the Matthew Matthew six twenty five through thirty four. I think is what that passage is. All I mean, not even any pictures in it. 
its commentary. There's also something called the Herschel Hobbes commentary. All it is is commentary. And I found, we found these classes, that's what they use, everyone uses that. Um, if, if, if you use the personal study guide, then the teacher should just use the leader guide. Yes. But if you use the David Suppership guide, the leader guide for that is inside that. Right. Okay. Now you think, well, gee, I'm giving away all the good stuff that I have as a teacher. You know, and your group member can see it. But the beauty is, if, if they have to miss uh, a Sunday, which most of our groups, um, they miss, they miss a lot of Sundays, most people. Uh, they can go back, well, they can see what they missed. They can go back and back. It's also a great way to train the teacher. Mm -hmm. If I'm leaving the group, I can let, they can see in the leader guide what I did and how I did it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, there is a, there's also, this is in the CSB, the Christian Standard Bible. The adult and the young adult versions are in the NIV. Uh, we have a King James adult version. Same study, but with King James. And we have just, starting with the fall, for the senior adult material, it's in the CSP and in the King James. So, and that is, if you have a class, some want the CSP, some prefer the King James, you can mix those. It's the exact same books. Translations change. The Daily Discipleship Guide, the new one, it's also available in the CSP and the King James. I don't know if y'all know this, uh, King James is huge. Does um, any of your churches you use King James? Okay. It is a huge uh, audience out there. They, and now there is a group, it's got to be King James. It has to be King James or it's not God's word. That's a little group. Most people, it's just say what they like. It's what they, half our people bring other things, yeah. but then the other half still use it. Well, it's what we grew up with, you know, so we're, we're, we just like the comfort of it. But, so anyway, that, that is an option just for people who want it. It is also available digitally. You can even get, um, it is available digitally and even as an e-book for those who uh, uh, want to put it on their phone and all they have to do is use their phone. And they can do that. So, questions, comments, thoughts about, yes. I'll offer you this too. Kids and students have to offer this. In the kids' material, there is something called One Conversation. Excuse me, they just changed the name. It's called Family Connection. And what it does, it's for the parents to take. And it says, this is what we, there's a little box, this is what we studied as, as, in our adult class. Here's what happened in your, in your preschoolers' work. This is what happened with your kids and your students. And it offers them a statement, something to read to make a family connection between what happened in their Sunday school class and what happened in mine. It helps bring the family together. <clears throat> there's also, <clears throat> for teachers, there's something we call extra online. You'll see it mentioned throughout the leader guides, biblestudiesforlife.com slash adult extra. It's, it's free. It's just some new stories that tie to the study. And those are two weeks old. That's it. Uh, material, this simplicity study was written right about a year ago. Um, in fact, knowing Garcia was writing this at the same time, he preached John McCain's funeral in Arizona. Uh, he, was, he, was, he was right. So that was, that's been a well over a year. Extra is two weeks old. It's, we, I, we tell them, don't write something that could have been written six months ago. Mm -hmm. So it's, 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 a, it's a new story that ties to the word or simplicity, something like that. And for those who want it, Extra offers additional questions.
pastors. We also offer free online. There's sermon outlines, ser- there's a sermon thoughts. Uh, for those who want to do a campaign where we're going to do this, we, we all want to talk about simplicity for six weeks. There's sermons that are based on the same passage. There's sermons based on the same topic. You won't be in Matthew 6, you'll be in something else, but it's kind of hitting on the same road. Those are just free. And if, if you just go to BibleStudiesForLife.com, uh, you'll see at the top where it says extras. All that's just free there. So like when you do the digital stuff, the digital downloads, the e-books, is that available like through the LifeWay app? Or? Yes, the... Um, PDFs, now you can order, we're the same place where the church orders your material. You can order it right there. Uh, and I think what it does, it gives you a code. There is a, a something called My Curriculum Manager, which is for the PDFs. But let's talk about the ebooks for a moment. Uh, there is an app for your Google, your, your Android phone, or your iPhone. It's a free app, okay? No, all that is, it's a shell that operates it, okay? It's like if you ever had a Kindle or a Nook, uh, someone's just calling me, it's like having a Kindle or a Nook that uh, just because you have a Kindle doesn't mean you've got anything to read. So the app is just, it's what runs it. But then you you uh, you buy the, the, the I'm gonna, I want to buy the Fall 19 material, then it downloads it and puts it in that app. The nice thing about the app is it's very interactive. Uh, but you order that through the um same place you order the materials. Did that make that clear enough? Okay. By the way, we're talking about these kind of things. It's going to apply to all these curriculums as well. They also offer these. Other questions about Bible studies for life? All right. Let's uh, switch gears and let's talk about uh, Explore the Bible. Explore the Bible is a book-by-book study. And I always judge a conference by how many handouts you get. So I wanted y'all to feel like you got your money's worth. Take those. And again, I've got plenty of these uh, if you want to take some home. They get awfully heavy on an airplane. This is a book by book study. But with that, uh, I think those, if you look on actually the back page, You'll see their study plan. Um, they're wrapping up uh, right now study in Titus. First uh, September will be in Ephesians. And uh, typically, now it's not always the case, but typically they will do an Old Testament book, and then they'll follow it up with a New Testament book, and then go back and forth. This is not going chronologically through the Bible. It's going, it's but it's balanced in the genres of Scripture. History, the prophets, the gospels, and the, the uh, epistles. It kind of walks through that way. Uh, but it is a true. Uh, we're just gonna we're gonna spend the next uh, three months in this book. Kids off, also offer students. Kids and, and students do offer this as well. Their their study plan is a little different. You don't teach you don't teach the Book of Galatians to preschoolers. Uh, you're gonna stick with the students. Um, and you can see in here some samples of it, uh, what the pages look like. Um, and this is what people do feel like it's more, some people feel like it's deeper study. Why? Because there's more words on the page. 
And it is a good study. I'm not, I'm not, it is a good study. But uh, it, it, this is going to be a little more focused on just understanding the content of Scripture. In this case. But you can kind of see how it's laid there. They also do some things where they talk about Bible skill development. They encourage you to do some journaling with this, uh, this approach. Um, and I don't think this preview guy has it in the back. It, but it does mention it. They do also offer this as a daily discipleship guide as well. Uh, they have a leader guide. There is a supplemental commentary. You can see the leader guide um, picks up on page 12. Yeah, actually, allowed, you'll see the content, what it looks like on page 12. Just walks them through. The beauty of this is it's going to walk them really through in about a nine-year plan the entire scope of Scripture. Yes. That's, that's the one we use. It's more than Bible? We just finished. Well, I mean, we finished in Titus. Okay. And people say, but you really don't study it verse by verse. No, you don't. Not in your Bible study group. Wow. The editor, the, the team leader for this, Dwayne McCurry, he figured it up one day. If you studied it verse by verse, and a typical study we do, we, we're looking for anywhere from about 10 to 15 verses. Um, because you go beyond that, you're not really getting very deep into it. But if you did 10 to 15 verses every week, it would take you somewhere around 36 years to go through the Bible. So what they do is they're going to cover 10 to 15 verses in a Bible study, but what you do during your reading beforehand, you're going to read the other parts. It's encouraging you to get in and read the rest of it. So Genesis, uh, you know, it's just, there's a lot that gets passed over during the Bible study hour. You want to tackle that during the during week. This is really a great plan for those who just want to get in and say, I want to know what the Bible's about. Um, it offers uh, extra. There's extra out there that's available for it. It's available in the PDS. There's ebook version. All that's available as well. Um, questions about Explore the Bible? Okay, I covered a lot of Bible studies for life, but I also want to stress there's some things like the daily discipleship guy we talked about. That exact same thing is available right here. Yeah, I got a question on this. Um, uh, explore. Now, if you, let's say you're looking at the book of Leviticus, for example, so you look at the first chapter and it's like a summary of that first chapter. Then, how do you look at it? What they do is they focus on, let's say about 12 to 10 to 12 to 15 verses. I mean, they're going to go deep on those 12 to 15 yeah, verses. Yeah. It's not just it's not the entire chapter, it's right. just those focal, focal verses. Right. But what the commentary will do, and the commentary will guide the leader to do this, right. let's say we're doing Leviticus 1, I'm, I'm making yeah. stuff up here. Uh, we're, we're actually going to be reading, we're going to start reading in verse 20. The teaching plan is going to help me as a teacher. I'm going to set the state. Let me tell you what happened in verse 19 verses. Right. You yeah. said the you said the, the background to towards the right. first 20 and on down. Right. Okay. And and then in the course, the, the, the class members will be reading that whole chapter. Yeah, that's what you want them to do like during the week. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. So you said we're going to look at Leviticus one, and they'll read the entire chapter. We're going to focus on verse twenty to thirty. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we've really discovered you can't do a whole lot of verses uh, because you just don't, you, you run out of time. Yeah, like, this is not a topical. Uh, it's basically just studying the Bible. Right. Right. Sure is. All right. Now let me tell you about uh, um, let me tell you about the third one here, which is um, the Gospel Project. Uh, and hey, guess what? I've got a handout for you. This is actually the newest of our curriculums, although it's been out about six years. Um, is anyone familiar with or has used the Gospel Project? I'll say this out loud. I don't want the microphone here. The kids' Gospel Project. It's it. I mean, it's they name it. They do a really good job with Yes. Gospel Project um, is a chronological walk through Scripture. Now, the Bible book, I mean, they study the books, but they don't go in order. Gospel Project does. It is a three-year study plan. And I think they've got their study plan. Yes, if you look on page 33. We'll see their study plan. This is their scope and sequence. They're going to walk you through the entire Bible in three years. But hear this. This is chronological. From the earliest books, they're going to take them in in chronological order. Which is why if you look at fall 18, where they were last year, right when they studied Genesis, they studied the book of Job. Because Job is probably, may have been written before the book of Genesis. It's the earliest Old Testament book. So they're studying in that particular order. But as they study, they're going to be hitting on 99 key doctrines and they're going to bring Jesus into every aspect of, the, of uh, whatever you're studying. You're in the Old Testament, we're going to see how that, that connection with Jesus is there. Jesus, that, that, the gospel, the gospel project, the gospel is that common thread that runs throughout the scripture. So you're always going to keep coming back to the gospel. Even when you're in Leviticus, um, you can see how the books are laid out here. Um, some of the questions I think in, in Gospel Project for adults are a little can be a little deeper. I can have that feel to them. It takes a little more thought for some for some of them. Uh, it all depends on who you, who you ask. Um, but uh, you can see how it's laid out here. Um, the only, and by the way, the only way they offer this for a group is that they need this time to That's it. It's just, um, it, it is intended where you have your group time, which you can see on pages 10 and 11. Uh, my mission, and then you come over here, starting on page 14, there's your daily study. And now that we've talked about this, I'm going to go deeper with it in my own reading. So this basically, it's kind of similar to this one here. Yes and no. I mean, this is a nine-year study. Yeah, and this is a three-year three year study. It's more condensed, but yeah. it's chronological. But yeah, that's because it's more of the Bible is not chronological. Yes. 
it's just we're gonna do books great. You'll go from this will start from Genesis all the way to Revelations. But, right. Which means with the Gospel Project, you can you're, you're gonna go close to two years and not be in the New Testament. Yes, but let me stress again. The name of this is the Gospel right. Project. They are strong on Jesus is in every thing you read. Uh, they even talk about. Let me give you an example. David Goliath. You know, maybe, and I'm, I'm a different from a kid's perspective. How many times we talk about? You know, sometimes we have to be David and just have faith and go out in front of those giants, but we're trusting God. Uh, Gospel Project takes a different approach. We're all those Israelites hiding back, cowering in the mountains. <laughs> Jesus is the one, David is, Jesus is like David. Jesus is the one who goes out, he fights our battles for us. Uh, it's just so it has a different, has a little different feel to it in that sense. So even when we're in the Old Testament, every week they're coming back to what does this teach us about Jesus? What does it teach us about the gospel? So it's very rich in the way they do it. Um, now you may think if you look at that study plan back there on page uh, 33, uh, for instance, fall 19. Oh, we're going to be in 1 Kings and 2 Kings. I don't want to do this. We're in 1 Kings and 2 Kings. We've already missed Genesis. So you feel like you're kind of jumping into the middle of it. That could feel like a little li liability. But they also offer, and see if they've got a list of here. Um, yes. On back of page 34, additional resources. You'll see on, on the far, far right of that page, it says Gospel Foundations. That is an undated version. So if you did want to start with Genesis, you can. You walk through that way. So. This is very, i got to tell you, this is really a rich study because that keeps bringing in doctrines and keeps bringing in Jesus into the picture. And again, you want it digitally, you want an EPUB, it's all there for you if someone wants to do it that way. All right, questions about the Gospel Project. I don't want to go too fast through this. Again, if you go to the vending booth where the vendors are, and if you, you know, I'd like to see a full book of this. Um, talk to them, they'll give you one. Also, my Wi-Fi is not connected in this room. If I could, I could click on this, I could take you to the websites. All three of these, if you'll go to the website, and the, um, the easy thing to do is just to put in lifeway.com slash Bible studies for lives or slash explore the Bible or slash the gospel project. It will take you where there's a dedicated page there. And what you'll find is if you want to actually look at it, you can, you can download a sample that is four sections long. I mean, you can actually take one of the group and teach it for a month to see if it's what, what you want to do with your group. Uh, it's free. It's just now again, it's nothing print. It's just a digital. You can you 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 could uh, just read it off of your computer, or you can just print it out yourself. But it's there for you to test drive and look at. Our questions before I show you one more option. What? Which here? I mean, my youth, my youth well, they're just different. I mean, and I really don't. When I came to the church, it was not youth, but it was still not. Mm. Youth leader did away with all that. We're in the process now, finally. And he gets that, me and him, we're sitting talk. 
uh, I want to get them on something. Because all they're doing right now is just, uh, they have mentors in there leading the class. I don't know what they're teaching. But one lady, she does share with me. She gets comfortable. That's my problem here right now. Springfield first had it in my youth department. Uh, because of the things that went on in the past. But which one of these do you think would be best for both well, once again, it will vary from youth group to youth group. It really will. That one, that's why I can't tell you this is the right curriculum for you because we're all different. Um, it's just like in Bible. I think Bible studies for life has the best student feel to it uh, because it's six weeks long. Um, and since they're, by the way, they're doing the same studies the adults are. And deal with life issues too. Is that it's going to have a life issue feel to it. And I think um, probably, in my opinion, that's what you need right now. You really need to deal with a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, so the, that one, but there are some churches out there. I know one church, um, they've used Explore the Bible for years mm-hmm. with their students, and they love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've told you this now, the kids. The children have all three of these. I think Gospel Project, this is my opinion, I think is solid. It is phenomenal for kids. It is really, really done. Uh, but we're all different, so it's kind of, that's why I would, at that same site, you can download the student versions and test drive them. Again, you know, if you want to talk to a gentleman out, uh, outside uh, in the vending area, they might give you copies of the new material to look at. All right, I'm going to give you one other option. This is one I really wish I could be online to show you. And that is a customized curriculum. If it's small, uh, smallgroup.com. That's the web address, smallgroup.com. You can go on there and you can pick and choose the Bible study you want. Uh, this appeals to churches that want to do a special emphasis. Um, let's say your pastor is going to—he's going to do a special emphasis, and with this emphasis, he's going to be going through the Book of Ephesians. Well, you pull up Explore the Bible. Oh, we're going to study that in, in a, a year and a half. So you, you can't do Explore the Bible. You can go on here to, to uh, smallgroup.com. And I really wish I could show you this. It's, it's great. It has a place for you. You can list uh, the passage you're, you're looking for or a topic you're looking for. And it will show you a whole list of, of Bible studies that were already developed around that topic. Um, group of senior adults want to talk about heaven or something. You put in the subject line heaven and see what, what uh, populates. So what you do is then you just can download that and it's going to be something you can customize. You can even put your own church's logo on it. Now you can go in and read that and go, like, I like this question. I think I want to move these things around. You can rearrange it, add, add a question, add an activity. Then you print it out and you have your own plan to go. Uh, there is a cost to this. It's based on the size of the group that's meeting. But that group, you know, if it's a group of ten of us, it's not going to be the same as if if I'm getting it for a whole church. It's for all ages. It's adults. Now, again, you could use this with students, but get the the youth the youth leader would need to look at that plan, and I'm going to change these questions around. 
But uh, in fact, many of the Bible studies that we have done in Gospel Project, Explore the Bible, and Bible Studies for Life is available. Uh, the older studies are available at smallgroup.com. Uh, and uh, they ask us sometimes, a church may request, uh, you can request one. I've had it up on a tablet. You do? Okay, I didn't think about bringing my tablets here too. Uh, it is wonderful to look at. Um, yeah, of course, you, get, you have to sign in. Oh, okay. Yeah, and there are the third, there's a 30 day free trial. Yeah. Um, smallgroup.com is what you want to look at. And I tell you, it's real intuitive when you go there, when you see it. You just you just have to give your web address. You're not having to give a credit card, anything like that. You get a free trial. You get to try it out. Uh, I mean, you can, it's not just you get to look at it. You can pull up a study. You can pull up a dozen studies. Grab them. Test drive them. Print them out. Uh, a lot of pastors are liking this. Because that idea, we're, we're going to do a special emphasis. We're going to talk about stewardship on this Sunday. I need a good stewardship Bible study. You put, you type in, in the topic, it's at the very top, stewardship. And it'll give you, I don't have any, two, three, four dozen different studies. And you can just populate. Now, if, if your church is really interested, they'll even customize curriculum to fit your church. Uh, it's a kind of a different step. It's a little more expensive. I'm not involved in that. But uh, if you want to do a special emphasis, they will even get to know what your pastor's preaching is like. And they will adapt studies for that. Yeah. Um, this is a very rich way to go. And sometimes I've been asked to write some of these. We say, there's a church that's wanting to do a special emphasis. We did 13, we, one church wanted to do 13 weeks in the book of Hosea. So, I helped craft half of those. You know, partner and I, we just, we, 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 we did, uh, that's a long time on Hosea, in my opinion. But that's what that church wanted to do. So customized curriculum allows you to do that. Now, the challenge with this is, you know the idea you need a good balance, scope and sequence? Whoever is doing this, they need to make sure that I'm not just, I'm just not riding my hobby horse all the time. Uh, where every Bible study is going to be on the subject of grace or uh, evangelism or whatever it might be. Make sure that they're doing a balanced approach with that. That falls on the leader in the church to do that. So, questions, comments, thoughts? What would, I mean, that you know, or do you know in the churches that they all, all the all the partners like youth, uh, children, and adults use the same curriculum. They don't alternate. I mean, they use like uh, yes. possible project. There are a lot of churches that do that. What is the advantage of that? The advantage is, um, the, the big advantage comes in two ways. One is for the parents, mm -hmm. because there's that, that it's, a, it's just a one-page handout called uh, Family Connection. By the way, that thing I call I talked about called Extra that's online that's free, you get family connection there. It's just it's a free printout. The advantage is there because it allows families to go home and have what they call one conversation. You see what your kids did, here's a question, here's something to talk about based on their study, based on what you did. That's an advantage. The other advantage is if it's the church, it helps the church stay all on the same page. Just they're going down the road together. Um, I know as teachers, y'all never miss a Sunday. None of y'all ever miss a Sunday. But in those churches that where someone has to miss, and then sometimes they have merge classes, 
Well, the beauty is, if I'm going to be out of Sunday and I ask Brad, can my group come in with your group? That's fine. We're on the same Sunday. So it's not like my group is all of a sudden just, we have no idea what's going on in Brad's group. It helps along those lines to kind of keep us on the same page. Um, yeah, just, there's some just advantages like that. Uh, but there's just as many churches that use Bible studies for life with their adults, mm-hmm. gospel project for their kids kind of approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, it's all... But by the way, here's something else we've discovered too. Um, churches where the pastor tends to preach through a book of the Bible, mm-hmm. their Bible study groups tend to go through something like Bible studies for life, which is more of a topic discipleship approach. The churches where the pastor is how I'm going to do six weeks on a topic, their Sunday school classes tend to use explore the Bible. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I thought that's pretty rich. I didn't I never thought that because it gives them a balanced approach. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's necessary other than a, like an occasional campaign uh, for the church, the Sunday school and the pastor all to be doing the exact same passage. I think there's times that's a kind of a neat idea, but long term I don't like it because uh, you know Brad can preach on this topic. I can be in my Bible study. We're going through the Book of Ephesians, and now I'm getting two two things. And for some of my group, that particular Sunday, what we were doing on our topic, or our Book of Ephesians, was just spot on. The others in the group is what Brad said in the sermon. I needed that, so. Uh, and then there are those times where, even though they're two different topics, somehow they dovetail and reinforce each other. I've been amazed how many yeah. times when I go up to my pastor and say, you can't believe, you wouldn't believe. And we were only on warning, was it even the same passage? That's right. All right. Um, I'm happy to hang around. I know we're going to read a little early, but we're a smaller group. Um, if you got questions, comments about this, please ask. And... Um, one other thing, let me give you this. Uh, I think it's up here. Yes, it is. Here's my contact information. Uh, you won't find this in the big program. Uh, but there's my email. There's my, that is my cell phone. So feel free to call me if you have an, um, a thought or idea. If it happens at 2 in the morning, just write it down and call me the next day. <laughs> but um, my ministry primarily now is to serve you in yours. So feel free to email me, contact me, uh, call me, whichever. Um, honestly, i got to tell you, I've gotten where I don't pick up phone calls, typically. Uh, and you may do the same thing because I get so many more stupid robot calls. I just have to. But if you call me and uh, if I'm available, I'll call you right back. Another thought. If you have a concern about a piece of curriculum, we want to hear from you. We are practitioners, but we want to hear from you. Also, if you hey, you guys ever thought about doing this? We want to hear that because you might be surprised at how many things have been thrown at us. So, yeah, I never thought about that. You know, here's an idea of how to use uh, something to do in our Bible study resources. We want to hear from you. All right, I'm glad that you've been here. Let me let me close sort of word of prayer, and uh, you will get the refreshments and go talk to our guys in the booth. Father, thank you. We've had a few of us have had this time together just to talk a little bit about Bible study resources. Lord, we realize that I just acknowledge the best resource people have in their Bible studies are those in this room. As we lead a class, as we disciple, as we mentor and teach, use us. Father, help us to find those right resources 
tools to use in facilitating that discussion and that discipleship. So Father, I thank you for the men and women whose lives are going to be changed simply because of what you're going to do to the men and women in this room. Thank you. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen.